I saw this stand-up and the guy was mentioning that in UK or US's healthcare, like I'll have to check on this, but in UK or US's healthcare, condoms comes under your healthcare benefits, but pads don't. <laughs> wow, that's just, that's disrespectful, honestly. I am offended. I know, I mean, like, intercourse is a choice. But periods is not. How can you cover <laughs> condoms but not pads? That is so ridiculous. Oh my god! Don't I? I just I was just re- reading upon statistics, and apparently, um, even in the UK, which is like one of the veto countries, one in ten girls between the ages of fourteen and twenty-one cannot afford sanitary products in oh. the in the UK, which is oh. so surprising. And and th- this is still the UK. So in countries like Kenya, uh, girls actually have to like go through barter systems and transactional sex and stuff like that just to get sanitary goods, which is honestly, um, yeah. I don't even know the word. It's just that's really depressing. That's depressing. Sad man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. That's they have to. I I don't even want to say it anymore. It's just that needs to change. That is true. And. Again, you know the laws are made by men when healthcare covers condoms but not pads. You know it. <laughs> to all the men listening and to all the men doing like political science or international relations, give us free pads. We need it. We're not so angry, not so angry environmentalists. Hi, I am Sia Gupta and joining me is Vasundhara Gupte and welcome to Not So Angry Environmentalists where we take up issues related to the environment and discuss them rationally. The environmental community is pretty hostile right now and this is our attempt to be more inclusive in the journey to fight climate change. And today's topic is sustainable menstruation. So the thing is that a lot of people uh, think that is menstruation even a topic important enough to you know bring the sustainable part into it will it make a difference so here are some scary stats for you to take us more seriously so an individual who menstruates usually menstruates for about 40 years of their life and uses 5000 to 15000 pads in their lifetime in the us alone every year there are 12 billion pads which are discarded and 7 billion tampons and one tampon equals four plastic bags. So you can imagine how much waste is produced. So yeah, pretty scary. Wow. Okay. I, I honestly feel bad for like all the years that I haven't been sustainably menstru- menstruating. Men- yeah, menstruating. <laughs> I mean, it's not even that much because I'm still pretty young. And also because I started menstruating late. Is that too much information? <laughs> <laughs> anyways but but i'm glad i did start so i'm i don't think i'm still i don't know is there like okay so i have a question for you if uh you are using let's say compostable pads i kind of feel like you're still producing a lot of waste compared to what you will be if you're using like a, a cup right menstrual cup i don't know i'm yeah asking. i need to will produce a lot of waste per se because again even a compostable bag takes like a year to decompose uh but mm-hmm. a the waste will not be hazardous to the environment 
and b it's still a much better option than using a regular pad or tampon so yeah fair enough yeah yeah honestly i've been trying to like go for uh, menstrual cups <laughs> it's it's kind of scary first of all blood makes me queasy like i i can watch um, you know silence of the lambs and cannibalism and lord of gore and stuff but like what looking at my own blood it makes me so queasy so i don't know i've never been you know a, so you are pseudo gore lover you are pseudo gore <laughs> lover don't ever please say. okay please if i if i start like listing the gory movies i've watched i think they'd ban our podcast because like a lot of those movies are like genuinely banned in some country yeah anyway. bro you were the one who made me watch hereditary bro that girl <laughs> with the head oh my god yeah <laughs> um anyways yeah so the thing is um okay i would also like to mention you are not feminist enough but what kind of stupid feminist is disgusted by their own blood <laughs> oh, please okay <laughs> we no, are the generation honestly. of women that free bleeds on flags no no i'm kidding don't do that guys that sounds really unhygienic honestly yeah <laughs> no but for real so i've like genuinely tried okay i once tried tampon and even tampon makes me like very uneasy first of all there's the whole insertion part of it that i huh. are we allowed to talk about this like yeah sure i think we are right yeah we so, just label it as taboo topics which are not discussed in society <laughs> or some shit like no that. no that is that is all okay it's just like i'm exposing myself too much here because i sound like such a prude because i'm i'm like i'm afraid of like inserting a tampon oh yeah that's me. Yeah that's like perfectly natural because even oh, when i started using a menstrual cup by the way i'm such a miser that i started using a cup only to save money because i didn't want to buy pads in canada and not because i'm an environmentalist <laughs> but it's good for the environment but also for your pocket guys the the amount of money you'll save oh my god yeah anyway so the thing uh, that i was saying is when i first used uh, used a menstrual cup it took me almost like two period cycles to figure it out because you're not used to a thing going inside like unless guys but okay <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> so the thing is uh, that i used to insert it but then i was like i don't know how to leave the cup right because it's kind of scary because it's too big all this so that's what she said man yeah but eventually like once you figure it out and once you start using it it's very convenient because a you don't need to change and b it's really good for the environment because again a menstrual cup lasts for 10 or 12 years and it's made of silica it's made of silicone which is made using silica so it's not hazardous for the environment and you can like discard it so like i read this thing somewhere about this big conspiracy that pad companies are um, trying not trying that they hinder the marketing of sustainable cups and that's why we don't hear about it a lot but menstrual cups should be a really big thing compared to what they are right now because i think they're the like best thing to use yeah yeah no definitely so there's another thing right um it's not just that blood makes me queasy but also you know um it just uh, you you kind of have to drain the blood and then wash the cup 
to reuse it and all of that just personally feels like a tedious pro- uh, process to me which is not an excuse to not uh, opt to su- opt for sustainable menstruation so please do not get inspired yeah, by so genuinely no. just because like i've used a cup i can tell you that uh, a cup is not very tedious because it's not a cloth which you need to rub together there's like nothing which sticks to it per se right what you need to do is just drain it in your like toilet and then just put it under the water for like 30 seconds or something the tedious mm. part about it is that like after you're done with your period you have to put it in boiling water to disinfect it but oh, again yeah. like at that time it doesn't have blood on it so it's a little extra work but again worth the money you're saving personally <laughs> and also good for the environment but worth the money <laughs> uh, but yeah <laughs> i get the tedious part in like uh, reusable cloths or uh, reusable pads or like period underwear because i think those need to be like rubbed together and shit. and yeah sounds like a lot of work mm-hmm. yeah 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 but like um massive props to all the people who are actually like who've opted for sustainable menstruation be it cup be it compostable pads and especially if you're using like uh, reusable cloths and uh, period underwears that's the if you're putting all the effort massive props to you man all of you guys um but anyways which brings me to compostable pads because that is what i've been using for a while and i just want to talk about how convenient that is um i mean it's still producing way more waste than a cup would or a reusable cloth would but it is also especially because i i get i get why people would have reservations um about using like a reusable cloth right because first of all it's a lot of work and uh secondly i don't know i know it's like it's scientifically proven that it's hygienic and all of that but it just makes me uneasy somehow because i'm the one who has to go and wash it anyways i'm not going to dwell more on that because i don't want to end up turning like people who are already <laughs> using clothes into like not using them anyway so i'm just going to go ahead and start talking about compostable pads so i have been using anandi pads asia uh, was the one who introduced me and our team to compostable anandi pads actually so first of all let me explain the difference between compostable and biodegradable to you so biodegradable is a misleading term it's like i wouldn't necessarily trust uh, anything that says biodegradable because biodegradable means that uh, you know anything that will degrade at some point in time so it could be 2000 years which doesn't make sense if the if the pad is just going to be lying around there for 2000 years so biodegradable you might not want to trust compostable on the other hand it has a specific period of time uh, it has a time frame in which it will compost so anandi pads usually take anywhere between uh, 150 to 180 days to compost and um, composting obviously means you know you uh, kind of have to uh this composting means that you have to you know properly like layer and compost it in mud and all of that but the good thing about them is they do not leave any toxins in the soil either so you know it's very good for your plants but even if you're not like going through the trouble of actually composting it in mud and soil even if it just ends up in the dump yard at some point it's like genuinely actually going to compost so still a good alternative because i get why pads are comfortable pads it's it's what you've been using for a long time and 
this is something this is something very personal and uh, you know it's important to be comfortable when you're menstruating so i get why you wouldn't want to change to change from like pads but yeah. this if if you if you don't want to change from pads this is a really good option and all of our teammates are using compostable pads right now and uh, did i mention that anandi pads gives employment to rural women so yeah and also it's made of yeah anandi pad is made of agricultural waste usually compostable pads are made from like bamboo fiber or like uh, stuff like that but this is made of like the fiber which comes out as agricultural waste and also it has a like sanitation certification from the government i think it's the only pad company or the first pad company in india which has like a sanitation certification from the government which is amazing yeah so no, don't have your reservations about oh it's made from waste is it really hygienic again we've used it and these are our actual reviews so it's a great product and as you said i get the entire not being able to switch part because uh, according to statistics 336 million uh, women are menstruating in india currently that sounds weird it's not like all of them have the period currently i just mean there are that many women who are in the age where they are to get it guys yeah and uh, 121 women and people just in general i Honestly, yeah like this statistics is but, yeah uh, but yeah i just recently found out uh, that it's not just women who menstruate it is also um, certain transgender people who also menstruate and it is very important to be like inclusive of them so from now on uh, should we say people Oh, yeah i just said women in this case because uh, the statistics said women and i didn't know if they considered if they oh, oh, yeah, yeah. transgender yeah, no so so yeah, yeah to the... for anybody who didn't know because like i also recently found out so yeah any for anybody who didn't know it's uh, it's not just women who menstruate so yeah just yes putting it out there more inclusive yep. and out of the 33 336 million menstruating women 121 million use sanitary pads right so and i'm pretty sure that the number is so low i'm pretty sure that the number is one third of the actual figure only because a lot of them don't have menstruation products it's not like they're using cups they genuinely are using leaves or muds mud and you know mm. like shit like that so so i get the entire not being able to switch because pads are comfortable but again to anyone who can afford who can genuinely afford uh, switching sustainable pads are a great choice and i think they are i think the cost is equal to your normal pads like the normal whisper or stay free the cost is equal to mm-hmm. that so it's a pretty good switch and a pretty easy switch and yeah again, yeah we understand the entire not being able to switch because uh, we were planning for another pad project when we back in india right and uh, i actually wanted to like distribute menstrual cups in slums because i wanted to give them something which will solve their menstruations for a lifetime instead of giving them like two packs of pads which will probably last like one period or something but again the thing is they probably don't have access to a place where they can drain it disinfect it you know go through the process so mm, plus they need to be educated about it as well and 
obviously yes. you know if you just go and hand a woman a menstrual cup and expect her to start using it or hand a person a menstrual cup and expect them to start using it they are not actually going to just you know readily do it for us and we we know so much about it and even for us it takes it's taking so long so it's it's taking like a lot of time and everything to actually start using it so yeah that, that's understandable but i feel like you know it, it's obviously a great idea and uh, i am honestly willing to go the extra mile to uh, conduct seminars and whatever you need so we are on uh, we are with you on this one yes we can actually go to like schools and like uh, educate them i think it would mm. be like a task go because a lot of people have their reservations because of like the virginity of women like they oh, think yeah. that inserting something up will like make them lose their virginity so i think if we go to like government schools it might be a problem but we can still try we can still try mm. getting permission yeah but you know that is kind of all the more reason that we should because obviously first of all there's like a lot of taboo surrounding it which is why i feel which is one of the biggest reason i feel you know a lot of people are not talking about this so people aren't even like talking openly about menstruation yet so there's no way sustainable menstruation is going to be a priority so there's that and secondly of course it's a misconception that needs to be addressed at least so i feel like yeah we should totally go ahead with it it's a great idea yeah when we're back in india in may <laughs> or something let's see yeah so the thing is that uh, one more reason why i really like a menstrual cup is because even though compostable pads are compostable they still produce waste right and in india manual scavenging is still a thing like it's banned oh, yeah. but that doesn't mean that the practice has gone away which means that a lot of our waste segregation happens by hand which means there are actual people picking up and touching our menstrual waste and that just mm-hmm. feels like a violation of like human rights and just basic dignity you know it is i'm pretty sure it is and there's there's like no uh, awareness as such you know a very less awareness at least about just menstrual hygiene i just recently read somewhere that um 17% of women in jharkhand have been dumping their pads in the same ponds where they like bathe Oh no. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. also, uh, I know of a lot of now that I think of it it's weird that I know of these women, but I know of my friends who flush down their pads. Do you flush down your pad? Oh no, 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 no. Yes, I don't. please I don't think... do not do that. Yeah. Like it it can clog your toilet and cause you harm, but besides that, you're flushing down plastic down the ocean. do not mm. do that wrap it in a wrap it in a paper and put it in the dustbin i am i am very surprised that i have to tell this to people but again i know people who do this and that's why i'm saying this don't flush your pad down the toilet that's a really bad habit yeah and this is another thing you know um so i've been taught from a very young age to like wrap my pads in newspapers and stuff but i i also know of people who just like throw them in the dustbin and the biggest reason why you shouldn't do that is because like sia said people are manually scavenging the waste so especially in india or in countries who do not have a proper waste segregation system who haven't developed these systems yet uh, manual scavenging is, th- is still a thing and i'm sure you wouldn't want anyone to like actually 
pick up pick up a you know not properly wrapped or um yeah just just think about that for a minute before you you know next time decide to just discard your pad without properly wrapping it and sealing it off or whatever and we should also um talk about why is menstruating so expensive like okay i i am the one bleeding from my body or i am the one who has to go through this trouble and nobody is making it easier for me like why is it so expensive to be on your period like you know i saw this stand up in uh, i saw this stand up when the guy was mentioning that in uk or us is healthcare like i'll have to check on this but in uk or us is healthcare condoms comes under your healthcare benefits but pads don't wow that's just that's disrespectful honestly i am offended i know i mean like intercourse is a choice but periods is not how can you cover <laughs> condoms but not pads that is so ridiculous oh my god don't i i just i was just re- reading upon statistics and apparently um, even in the uk which is like one of the veto countries one in 10 girls between the ages of 14 and 21 cannot afford sanitary products in oh. the in the uk which is oh. so surprising and and th- this is still the uk so in countries like kenya uh, girls actually have to like go through barter systems and transactional sex and stuff like that just to get sanitary goods which is honestly um Yeah. I don't even know the word it's just that's really depressing that's depressing sad man yeah 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 for real that's they have to I I don't even want to say it anymore it's just that needs to change that is true and again you know the laws are made by men when healthcare covers condoms but not pads you know it <laughs> to all the men listening and to all the men doing like political science or international relations give us free pads <laughs> we need it but <laughs> at least no, free I mean, menstrual just, cups yeah yeah because menstrual cups first of all pads are i get they're expensive and you know um, you need lot of them but menstrual cup it will solve your problem for at least a couple years anyways i was saying um the thing with this is i am sure you personally have also been through this everything like is different when you're menstruating it's just your mood is low and there's obviously hormonal changes and everything imagine that for people who aren't even able to like access menstrual products it's it's going to affect their not just like personal freedom but study working not to mention it's not even healthy so just just imagining all of that makes me super concerned about why this is not uh, oh yeah do you think more. menstrual leave should be a thing i i actually do not think so i mean this could be a controversial opinion but um but i'm speaking from personal experience uh i don't know yeah probably not because first of all there's no it's it's like a very uh you know tricky situation cuz like how do you know for sure that the person is menstruating there's a lot of ways the laws could be misused and i personally obviously i've I, i've had bad days where i actually had to like take um, leaves from schools and school and stuff some days but for the most part of it i'm usually you know able to function at 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 like 80% or lower 
But yeah, I know people who like genuinely really go through a lot of pain and trouble and um my mom being one of them so i've i've seen like she she's usually not able to move at times from her bed especially on like uh, day one and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i get why uh, you know people would want that i personally i mean i i i wouldn't be against the laws or anything because i get where they're coming from mm-hmm. but yeah i personally haven't felt the need for it mm-hmm. yeah so the thing is that till we had this conversation on this podcast if you asked me yesterday without having this conversation mm-hmm. what are your views on menstrual leave i'd say i don't think i uh, paid menstrual leave i would say no shouldn't be a thing because like men and women work the same number of hours should get the same salary right and uh, mm-hmm. and like even with maternity leave it's maternity leave and paternity leave so again so that there's that whole thing but while we were talking i i just realized i am seeing it from a very privileged point of view because exactly. there might be there might be women laborers who have to like work at construction sites and stuff like that but they don't have access to like hygienic products so they probably mm. don't have pads which they have access to but they still have to go to work to earn their daily wage on which they are surviving so if they don't have access to the products then they should definitely get paid leave and um, yeah that just i don't know why i'm yeah, so dumb but that sure. never clicked my mind before we had this conversation and i was like oh i suddenly think paid menstrual leave should be a thing at least for minimum wage workers yeah no for real and honestly if there is any workplace at least company that that's you know turning over at least like a, has a million dollar turnover or whatever if any of those people are still not providing menstrual products to people who are menstruating there i think that's a shame on them because because th- that just shouldn't be first of all it's already so expensive and stuff it should at least be like a corporate responsibility to you know make sure that all the um, people who are menstruating in your companies have access to menstrual products yeah. and again corporate companies you don't want to distribute pads just give them cups and teach them how to use it and you're done for 10 years so exactly it's it's the bare minimum it's it's nothing yeah huh anyways okay so i guess this was just an episode uh, urging everyone to switch to uh, sustainable menstruation if they can afford it uh, this includes uh, cups which i'm a big advocate of damn i never thought i'd be an advocate of a cup no uh, cloth man- cloth menstrual pads period underwear anything that is hot four plastic bags shoved up right and um, on that note this was a chill episode but we'll come up with more intellectual content next week um <laughs> yeah and i think we should have like another uh, part of this because i mean i personally was of no use because i am a i am a pus- wow pussy in a menstruation episode is that disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> okay never mind okay no but for real i want to know is calling someone a pussy disrespectful no it does not originate hate- from the word like pussy it originates from some other oh, yeah, word yeah i read that yeah, yeah you've read yeah, that yeah. no I, i think it yeah it's it's some roman word which like actually means like a worse anyways so yeah Uh, but since it's a menstruation episode i'm going to go ahead and say 
I am a pussy for like not switching to cups yet. I'm still stuck on compostable pads. But um, props to those who are even Sia and also our co-founder Khushi. She's the one you know who's like uh, behind our backs to get us to start using uh, menstrual products. Anyways, I digress. I was saying um, we will have another part of this where we'll try to interview you know somebody we'll try to get somebody else who like actually uses cloth pads and is more knowledgeable than us uh, on this because we clearly aren't Mm -hmm. and uh, we will definitely have a part two of this because the more I talk about it the more I realize this needs to be addressed and advocated for and also yep all right so on that note message us leave a comment and let us know what you feel about this episode and give us more topics that we should talk about follow us on instagram and twitter the link is in the description of the podcast and if it's not then just type to urvari and you'll get us yes with that famous no we're not maybe it won't pop up just scroll <laughs> a bit man or like just go in my okay do it and uh, <laughs> see you next week what's to say bye I am so disappointed I didn't crack a period joke but um okay no I can't think of one so bye bye <laughs> <laughs>